Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Therapeutic Counseling. This is Carolyn Smith Mormon, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in the Dallas, Texas area. And I've come to speak to you on matters of mental health and couples counseling. So today I want to speak on um, emotional command systems. And as a matter of fact, I want to speak on the seven emotional command systems. So I've been researching about these emotional systems to help my clients in their relationships at home and at work and with their friends. In understanding our emotional systems, as well as the emotional systems of your romantic partner, your friend, your family member, you can learn how to navigate the differences in a way that uh, successfully meets each other's needs. And as a result, you can have a deeper intimate connection with each other because you feel understood and valued. We all have emotions and feelings that have been put into us to support our survival. And these emotions that we feel are urging us to take necessary action. And um, when we fail to take necessary action, this is what detracts from our successful survival. So the person who uh, kind of put this all together years ago was a neuroscientist named Jake Panksepp. He has a TED talk that's very interesting. And uh, Jake Panksepp, it's P-A-N-K-S-E-P-P, he has found that we all, all of us have seven basic emotional systems. We all have these in common and we have access to them even though we might not realize that we do. So these are the seven primal emotions along with their affective systems or the reward systems that, that come to us when we feel these emotions. Number one is the seeking emotion. And uh, when we go ahead and use the seeking emotion or allow, allow it to be in us, the reward system is that we have enthusiasm in our life. Uh, when we try to tap down the seeking emotion, the need for seeking, then we're left feeling depressed. Number two, the second emotion is rage and its reward system is being pissed off or angry. But a lot of us need to remember that rage is there to take action, not to stay angry, but to take some sort of action. Number three um, is the emotion of fear and its reward system is anxiety. And we often think that anxiety is harmful or bad for us, but anxiety is usually something we need to tune into and pay attention to our bodies, get back down into our bodies and try to feel, figure out where this uh, fear in our emotional system is coming from. Number four is lust. This emotion system has the reward system of, to use the vernacular, being horny or desiring sexual interaction with someone. Number five, the emotion of care. This, manis this manifests itself in showing uh, loving kindness and tenderness to others and even to ourselves. Number six 
is one that many of us don't like to have, but it actually saves our life from time to time. And that is the panic emotional system. Um, If we ignore the panic, it can generate loneliness and sadness and too much ignoring of what the panic is trying to tell us can lead us to psychological pain, which uh, then brings on panic attacks and deep depression. And number seven, um, many of us probably need to really tap into this next emotion more than we do, and that's the emotion of play. Um, Play in our life brings us great joy. And likewise, when we don't tap into that emotion of play, we notice that we have very little joy in our life. Um, So you got to have play. So these are our primary emotional systems, and they're continuously rewarding us and punishing us. They're never neutral. And like I said, all of us have access to them at different times. Um, So one of the things John Gottman did, and he's sort of the guru. No, he's not sort of. He is the guru of couples therapy. He and his wife. they have done research and they've used these seven basic emotions and uh, they've given them different names, but you could put them together quite easily. So the first one is called the jester and every couple needs to have the jester uh, to, to bring out the play and the fun and the creativity in the relationship. And then there is the emotion of being a sensualist. And every couple needs this. This brings on the attraction, the lust, the the flirtation, the arousal. Every uh, successful couple needs nest builders. And this uh, this will bring about friendship, care, nurturing, and help you to form a friendship within your partnership. Every couple needs to have the commander-in-chief. And we try not to be this all at the same time. Um, That brings about the dominance or control or power, or it can simply be feeling confident and powerful. Um, Another one of the emotional command systems is the explorer. And this is searching, learning, goal setting, um, keeping your relationship alive with learning and questioning. Um, Another part of the emotional system is the energy czar. Uh, This person's, this this piece of emotional system in us keeps us uh, learning about how to find food, healthy food, staying healthy, seeking exercise, finding healthy nutrition, getting rest. And then there's the century, the century. Um, It brings on vigilance, defense, avoids danger, caution, seeks safety and protection. So each person has within them in different varying levels, the jester, the sensualist, the nest builder, the commander in chief, the explorer, the energy czar, the sentry. All of us have it. You might notice that your partner has a little bit more of one thing than another. Um, In the relationship between my husband and me, he's pretty good at being uh, the commander in chief and the jester. 
and I'm pretty good at being the commander and chief and the sentry. You know, I'm const- I'm constantly thinking about uh, protection and safety, and he he wants to come up and be playful and have diversion. And we both like to be the commander in chief, and we have done a pretty good job of learning how to take turns at that. So we're all set up at an early age to be more comfortable in certain ones of those systems than others. Um, So how your emotional command systems are formed? Well, these are formed um, by the family of origin and the temperament of your family of origin. So if you were raised in a family where your parents were on the lookout for danger, you're likely to have a more developed sentry system than somebody who was raised in a home that was focused more on playing, joking, laughing, resulting in a more evolved jester system for that person. Person. Um, what happens when your command, your emotional cam- command systems are neglected? When your preferred level of activation of a certain command system is not being met, you're going to feel dis- distressed. For example, if you are somebody who likes a lot of friendship and connection, you, you have a high nest builder in you, and then you get relocated to a new city for a job where you don't know anyone, you're going to experience distress because you're not getting to meet, you're not getting to meet that need for connection that a nest builder needs. Likewise, if you're a commander in chief and you crave power and control, and then you're dating someone who also likes to have power and control, there's probably going to be some conflict. Your command systems influence the emotional connection in your partnership and relationships with everybody, not just your love partner. It can be with your children and your friends and your family. For example, um, one person in the couple might be more of an energy czar and the other person might be more of a jester. She might, des- the one who's the jester might desire to go do fun activities while the one who's the energy uh, czar is worried about them getting to bed early enough at night so they can get plenty of sleep and eating healthy foods and, um, you know, taking care of the self. By teaching about the seven emotional command systems, we can better able talk about these differences and understand each other better. By understanding each other better, we can stop getting our feelings hurt so much when the other partner wanted to express a different command system. You know, like I'm beginning to understand that my husband is going to be playful and joke a whole lot more than I do. I would like to have more of that. I don't know that he would want to have some of the more uh, influential parts of my emotional, emotional systems, but I like his playful part. So this is applicable even in the context of friendships and work relationships. If you are not comfortable with your commander in chief system, but all of a sudden you get a sudden promotion at work and now you're in charge of a large team of people, you may find that you're uncomfortable. If you find that you are an explorer at heart and you find yourself in a job that does not promote creativity or curiosity or learning, then you may become bored and lethargic. If you are a nest builder and your best friend moves away from you, you may find yourself quite lonely because you're no longer getting to meet that need for connection from your very best friend. Remember, it's a really good thing 
to learn a little bit more about how your own emotional systems work so that we can better connect with others and better understand the people that we love in our lives. I hope you're all doing well in this time of shelter in place. If you're here in the Texas area, our numbers of the COVID virus is their numbers. The numbers are quite high and um, we continue to hunker down and we continue to try to be safe. I hope you'll be safe out there too. Wash your hands, wear your mask. Remember to keep three to six feet away. Blah, blah, blah. You know this, right? Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll share this podcast. And um, I hope you'll listen to some of my other podcasts. Thanks again. Until the next time.